You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to graphic design to social media to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode three of The Bossy Type. Okay, I have a question for you straight up. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you hate talking about yourself? I think most of us probably sit around the 12 or 13 mark because talking about ourselves is, quite frankly, the worst. In fact, I think most of us would rather stick hot pins in our eyes than talk about ourselves, especially if we have to talk about how good we are. But unfortunately, there are times when we can't really escape it and LinkedIn profiles are one of those times. When it comes to your LinkedIn profile, you probably know that you should have one, especially if you're thinking about changing careers or jumping ship from your current workplace. But the thought of sitting down and writing a LinkedIn is just too much to bear. So usually we just leave it as blank or we put in the basics and then put no extra effort into it whatsoever. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you my process for writing a LinkedIn profile creatively yet still professionally. And yes, at the end of the day, it still means you have to talk or write about yourself, but having this structure to fill in will make it a thousand times easier, trust me, because there is nothing scarier than a blank white page. Okay, so first I'm going to entice you by telling you why I think LinkedIn isn't that bad. It's a big call, but I'm just going to say it. LinkedIn profiles can actually be pretty fun to write, depending, of course, on what your idea of fun is, but for me, pretty fun. The reason being is that unlike the cover letter and the resume, which are both like bound by rules and etiquette and professionalism, LinkedIn is kind of your only personal platform that nobody can mess with. You can pretty much write however you like, whatever you like, as long as you're selling yourself and expressing your actual personality. And because it's not technically a job application, you don't really have to worry about whether you're hitting a specific company's tone of voice or if you're being too professional or too pizzazzy. So when it comes to actually writing your LinkedIn profile, I like to break it up into sections and then pretty much break those sections up into sections, which makes it a lot easier to stomach when you're writing about yourself for that long. The first part is the headline, which is basically your slogan that sits under your profile picture. So here, most people just write in your current job title, which you totally can, but it's kind of boring. So I like to think of this section as more of a personal slogan. So the key here is to blend what you do with who you are and then try and pepper in some personality on top. This slogan is really important for a couple of reasons. The first one is that it humanizes you. So rather than just writing your job title, 
It's showing that you're not just any other account manager working in any other agency. You're someone different that's unique and going to bring something special to that position. Second reason is that this slogan sits under your photo in the people you may know section. So it's super important because when people are scrolling, they'll get that little teaser of who you are. So if it's a really good headline, they're likely to click into your profile and you just never know who might see it. As an example, my LinkedIn summary is making words and sometimes close my bitch at bossy because at the time I wrote that summary, I was doing styling and writing. So I kind of wanted to blend the words with the clothes. It also described what I do in more of an unconventional way. It implied who I am without overtly stating it. And it also tied in the bossy tagline, which is we make words our bitch. So the next part is the about, and this is the scary part that people hate so much. It's basically a big block of text where you have to sell yourself. It's kind of like the virtual version of being in an interview and they say something like, so Sarah, tell me about yourself. And you're like, okay, maybe I don't need this job after all. (laughs) So my big tip here is to admit that you're a human being. For some reason, it's kind of ingrained in us to keep that a secret from our boss or our future boss, especially when we're new. If you've ever had a new job, you'll know that you're like the best version of yourself. We all want our workplace to think we're saints. We'll do anything for the company. We don't care how much paperwork we have to do. We wouldn't even dare steal a pen out of the stationary cupboard, but that's not real life. And I think people want to see that you are a human being as well. And this is the place to do it. So while I probably wouldn't mention the theft part, a teeny bit of personality is okay. And in fact, I dare say it might even get you the job. I usually break this up into sections, which makes it a whole lot easier. So the fir- the very first line is kind of like the hook into your about summary. So you've only got about 25 to 40 words here. So you've really got to start with a bang and keep the reader interested and make them want to keep reading the rest of the summary. So you could start it with something like a funny story or a crazy fact. It can still be career related, but get the person to want to keep reading. Then we move into the first paragraph. So here I like to summarize what you do. And again, don't be afraid to think out of the box. So I thought I would just read you the first paragraph from my summary, which is the first line and the first paragraph combined. So you can kind of get a sense of the things that I've written. So you can see that it's still talking about my career and who I am professionally, but you can see that personality coming through. So mine says, I'm Elise and for most of my life I've been caught in a heated love triangle between words and clothes. At some point I realized I could convince people to pay me to play with clothes and words all day long and so I've been doing that ever since. I basically spend my days writing and styling but mostly writing because deep down, although it will probably hurt clothes' feelings, I sort of like words a little bit more. So as you can see, it still has all the hallmarks of what we should include in a LinkedIn profile like who we are, what we've done, what our job is or what our career path is, but I've made it sound a little bit more me. The second paragraph is where you can dive into your career. So you've sparked some interest and now you can kind of get into the nitty gritty details, but keep in mind this isn't the time to rattle off your entire work experience because they'll be able to see that when they scroll down and get to the actual experience section. This is just the about summary that sits at the top. Here, you can cover things like how did you get here, who have you worked for or with, 
Are there any projects worth pointing out? Do you have any awards or accolades that you are really keen to spotlight? Or what's so special about you that sets you apart from everyone else in your industry? So they're just some thought starters that you can include. And a good tip is to answer these questions or even Google some more and answer those questions too, and then kind of string the sentences or answers together and then obviously flesh it out and turn it into an actual paragraph. Another tip is to imagine that you're talking about someone else. So it's still all of your information, but you've got someone else completely in mind. You can even use a different name when you're writing the summary and then obviously change it all over to you. The third paragraph is where we wrap things up and I think the best way to do this is by adding one or two sentences that focus on your personal interests. Try to avoid anything that's really cliche or cheesy because employers can see right through this. Be honest and think about what you actually enjoy doing in your downtime because this bit really shows that you have personal traits that can transfer into your role. So for example, if you love CrossFit, that kind of implies that you're really dedicated and driven. So even though personal traits aren't work-related, they show that you're human, but then they also imply that you have those traits that can be transferred into your position. It also shows that you're not all work and no play and that you will be a cultural fit for the company as well. Once you've finished writing that, and I've made it sound really easy, but make sure it's not too long or too short and go through and format it into paragraphs or even include bullet points where needed so it's a bit easier on the eye. Lastly is the experience. So this part is probably going to be a little bit more dry than the summary, seeing as you're just kind of inputting your work history. But I always think you can still jazz it up a bit if you want. So one thing that I do is add a line that summarizes the role, your impact on the business to kind of introduce your responsibilities or your career highlights. So have that line that summarizes it and then maybe talk about any career highlights or achievements or responsibilities in bullet points. So it's a bit easier to digest. And that's pretty much it. So yeah, I did make it sound pretty easy, but I promise with that structure, it will be 10 times easier, maybe even a hundred times easier. And once your LinkedIn profile is looking really sharp, that's when you can start stalking all your dream companies and begging them for a job. Not really, but let's say connecting with people. So if you want to use my LinkedIn as a guide, feel free. You just have to search my name in LinkedIn. So it's Elise Greer, spelled A-L-Y-C-E-G-R-E-E-R. Or if you have any other questions, feel free to DM me on Insta. I'm happy to answer them for you at bossy.copywriting. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.